0: Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit dairylanedental.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Chris O's show on 887 FM The Bay. Also, we share a lot of our stuff on bespokeandlimited.com. Don't forget to hit it up and subscribe. It's free to subscribe. Uh, today I have two very special guests, people I very much respect, even though I try not to tell them that because their heads will get too big. All right, we have Dylan Welsh and Adam Metz from Doc Shield, a really good company. I've worked with them the last few years, last year or so, doing uh, their Doc magazine articles, and they do a great job. I love the work they do. So, welcome, Dylan. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having us. Welcome, Adam.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: That was really short. Like, I saw some enthusiasm, (laughs) Adam. Thank you for
1: having
0: us. (laughs) All right, all teasing aside, let's get into a little bit about – and either one of you can answer or play off each other a little bit. Let's tell the audience and the listeners what Dock Shield is and what it's all about.
1: So basically what we do is we install sacrificial anodes on steel pile docks. And what that is is it's a corrosion prevention system that prevents steel pile docks from rotting out. Instead, the sacrificial anodes take the hit on corrosion and we can prevent any long-term damage to your docks.
0: That's awesome. That's pretty straightforward. I love it. I love it. And so, um, and I know you guys have some really cool equipment you you use, um, particularly the underwater drone. Uh, and Dylan loves the underwater drone. So we're going to let Dylan talk <laughs> about the underwater drone and how that has uh, helped you guys, you know, do your best work for people.
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, one of the biggest things when we first kind of started the company was actually inspecting uh, the steel docks and seeing the condition they that they were in. Um, and so for us, you know, we kind of, we went out and outsourced to some divers originally, um, and it was just kind of expensive. So we ended up changing over to underwater drones. Um, and so now we have underwater drones that can actually take videos in 4k, um, photos, uh, everything, you name it. Um, and we can actually take a good look at the steel piles, um, underneath the water. So it's, it's a really, really cool way for our clients to actually see the current
0: condition that their steel dock is in. That's awesome. That's awesome. So one thing for our listeners is, and this is what I've learned is, um, You know, no matter how well a steel dock is built, no matter what's on there, whatever, uh, corrosion is an organically occurring event underwater. Metal hits water, corrosion will occur. Some things take a little longer. Sometimes it's a little shorter process where the rust starts to happen. Right. Depending on all kinds of uh, elements that are occurring under the waterline. One of the cool things is what you guys do. With your with your anodes, and they take the hit, as I like to say, they take the hit of the rust, yeah, right? I stole that
1: from you. <laughs> yeah. So they take the hit
0: of the rust, and um, when what when is a dock kind of too far gone, or is it like you know? And this is for Adam because Adam's the expert on this stuff. He's a very knowledgeable, gentleman. Um, when is it too far gone, and when and, and you have to say, oh, this isn't going to help, and when is it like you know we can still save this? This is okay. Do you? Is there a, a, a point?
1: Yeah. Like. So as soon as we start seeing pinholing in any of the steel structure whatsoever, we like to consult with engineers or dock builders because the reality is as soon as that structural integrity is gone, now it's a safety hazard. Mm-hmm. It's putting money into something that needs to be repaired first. And then after the repair happens, we can still put an anode structure on it to, or an anode system on it to fix or to maintain that repair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. Cause it's all steel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, So, but most of the time, what we see is some mild, the beginning of pitting, nothing's gone through, um, different, I'll say pile shapes corrode at different rates based on square footage in contact with water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. At the point of no return is when you can almost put your hands <laughs> through the pile. Gotcha. We've seen steel docks, especially on Northern Lake Joe, that you're walking across the dock and it bounces as you move. We throw the yep. drone in the water and there's nothing left. <laughs> yeah. the pile it's, gone.
0: Gone. it's gone. it <laughs> yeah.
1: And the other thing is little Timmy's swimming next to this pile and God yep. forbid he cuts himself or something exactly. on it because it's like shrapnel.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah it, I've seen some of the pictures you guys have shown me about some of the <laughs> worst ones compared to some of the okay ones compared to some of the newer ones Brandy that have been ones, protected yeah. mm-hmm. so that they're not rusting out like at this level and yeah some of it's scary like it's a safety thing it's not just uh like protecting these steel docks and preventing the corrosions is safety thing it's not mm-hmm. just about Oh, style, because there's no style or substance under that water. No, yes. Nobody's seeing it. It's no. not pretty. It's not. Pretty. No, yeah, no, it's <laughs> not pretty. There's nothing cool about it. There's no, like, it's not like the big boathouse on top of it. Yeah. It's a structural foundation. It's totally a structural. And piles, for those who don't know, are literally the foundation and what holds up the steel docks, if I'm not, or the docks on top of the water. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, awesome. Exactly awesome. So, on that note, um, do people reach out to you with like, where you kind of are checking for stuff or it's like, they've already found out that their steel dock needs this help. Like what's kind of the process there.
2: Yeah, for sure. So it, it just kind of depends on where they're at. Um, so we have brand new docks come into us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to talk about, you know, cathodic protection systems yeah. um, for their new dock, of course, uh, for longevity reasons. Yeah. Um, but then we also have the retrofits as well. So some docks that have been in the water for say 10 years, yeah. um, you know, and they, they just want the anode system to, to continue on, um, to make sure that the actual steel structure will be there for, for as long as they need it for, (laughs) um, which is great. So the main one we do get a lot of is dock repairs as well. Okay. Um, We get contacts through that um, a lot through a website as well. Yeah. Um, But most of the time it's, you know, they've seen some rust on their dock um, and they're not sure what the next steps would be. They contact us and, you know, it kind of can start with an inspection um, or we can come right out on site um, and just really go into the water and take a good look. So That's awesome. it just depends. Yeah. And we are very easy to contact. Um, we kind of are everywhere. You'll see us out on the, lo- on the lakes, yeah. um, in the dockshield pontoon boat. So. Um, yeah,
0: we're just out and around. You have your own pontoon boat? Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. The
1: tin tannic. Yeah, the tin (laughs) tannic. I love it. That's (laughs) awesome. I didn't know you guys had that. That's sweet. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's
2: great. It's like a little, it's like essentially just like a barge, but it's really easy to move the anodes on it um, and also take like
0: our drones on it as well. So it's a pretty sweet little, uh, pretty sweet pontoon. (laughs) Speaking of the anodes, one of the things I was thinking about while you were mentioning that is, um... How many anodes you need per like square foot or whatever of, or, or per pile. I remember we talked about that and I forgot exactly what it is like.
1: So we do one anode per pile. Okay. What we've found out kind of through trials and tribulations and working with corrosion engineers is there's this spot in the water called the hot spot. Yeah. It's where the water's always the warmest. Come the summertime, that increases the rate of reaction. So what we do is we put a anode right in that zone, and yeah. that's what protects the pile. It basically the reason for that is is some of your piles are going to be ten feet apart, twelve, a okay. little bit bigger, depending on what the engineer spec. Yeah. So it's too far of a distance to do like one anode for two.
0: Gotcha. Think of it as like a light bulb.
1: Yeah. yeah. That light's only going to cast so far. Yes. Yeah. And then we have to get another light, otherwise it's going to stay dark.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's cool. I like the, the the light. That's a really good. You can use that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use that one, the light one. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> Think that of was, it. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it as a light bulb illuminating the dark. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <pretty> sweet. <laughs> that's sweet. So on that note, the other thing we were talking about, and, and that's actually a good thing um, using that analogy, because something else we talked about um, in the last year or so is, is the value, right? Like mm-hmm. you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a dock, on the steel dock, on, on what's going on it. You know, sometimes half a million to a million if you're putting a big boathouse on Absolutely. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and often people forget to think about what's going on under the water, right? Mm-hmm. And this sure. is where you guys come into play. And we, and I mean. you made a good point and we, we had some of that writing about, you know, you mm-hmm. compared it to, um, to, you know, maintaining a car, Yep. And the cost of maintaining a car and and all that. So like Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that Dylan for our our listeners. Yeah, for sure. So it was funny when
2: we kind of started the company as well, it was, we realized that a lot of different things like even property assets, um, were being maintained and that there were maintenance systems for them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we went down to the boathouse and there was nothing for the steel file like foundation. Yeah. And we thought that was kind of funny. So for us, we just feel like the maintenance of your steel dock is very, very important. Yeah. Um, not just in terms of like the longevity, but then it also comes down to the safety, Mm -hmm. um, for their families. Um, and everything like that so for us like it definitely makes a lot of sense to be maintaining your dock we maintain our Mm -hmm. cars by doing oil undercoating Um, you know even like the hot water tanks in our in our homes you know they have anodes in them um, and then we oftentimes will have to exchange them or completely change the water tank right they're all maintenance systems um, that work and so now for us when we you know we actually started applying this to the steel docks that was our main goal was to essentially increase longevity but also help the waters as well we want to make sure the construction is you know obviously lower on lakes um, and we're not leaving a bunch of steel just kind of laying in the water. So that's the
0: second half of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait for that one, but
2: (laughs) definitely some, some advantages uh, on the green side of things, um, of course, but uh, definitely um, it's just something that people never really think about. Right. Yeah. We always think about the boathouse and how pretty it is and the million dollar boathouse on top. Right. But it's the structural foundation that's actually holding that. Yeah. So without that, Mm -hmm. you don't have the beautiful boathouse. So
0: no, I love that. I love that. And, and, and you made a good point um, earlier when we chatted um, earlier this year about how, about how you know you're spending all this money to maintain your car and do your regular maintenance on your car and protect it and whatnot, but that's actually uh, that value goes down, yeah. right? You know, it's a
1: depreciating, a depreciating asset. asset. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah. the words we use.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge numbers guy, which mm-hmm. my wife hates, but. <laughs> if- <laughs> If you actually do the math on the cost of the dock, which is like 115 bucks a square foot, so quick math, thousand square foot dock, 115k, boom. Not uncommon to put a three quarter of a million dollar boathouse on top of that. It's true, especially with the price of lumber and everything right now. True. And If you can find a contractor to do it, because everyone's so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you do the math on it, you're only spending with our Anode system about two, two and a half percent yep. of the value of the dock structure. Yes. Mm-hmm. On a increasing valued asset because yeah. real estate always goes up, yeah. and you're spending two to five percent on a spray mm-hmm. undercoating on a depreciating asset of your car.
0: Yes. That's what we talked about. Yeah. Why didn't you bring that up? (laughs) It's a a, a fantastic point, though, when you think about that, right? Because your property asset will appreciate over
2: time. And hopefully, as long as it's maintained, it's looking great, right? And as your car comes up, I mean, you're going to be oil undercoated every single year. Yes. And that's depreciating as we go. 100%.
0: 100%. So, no, and I think that's a great point. I love that point. That's why I had to bring it up. Because it's a great point for people to think about. There's a lot of people on the water listening to us chat. Who are like, oh, yeah, maybe I should be doing something a little more. On that note, our first half is done. So we're going to take a quick break. So the Bay 88.7 FM can get their little sponsor thing in. And don't forget that uh, we're going to come back and listen to the second half. Stay tuned. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Adam. Doc Shield. Chris O'Show, 88.7 FM. The Bay. Plus Muskokaunlimited.com. Don't forget to listen, folks.
1: I'm Dr. Shervin
0: from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Today we have two very special guests. We have... Dylan Welsh and Adam Metz from Dock Shield. In case you missed the first part of the show, we were talking a little bit about what Dock Shield does. They provide sacrificial anodes that go into the water and protect your steel docks or anyone's steel docks from corrosion, which naturally and organically occurs when metal hits water. So you can go listen back and hear it. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Go back and listen more. Learn a little bit more about protection cathodic protection. Oh, I screwed up. That's okay. Mistakes are made. <laughs> um, and, uh, the sacrificial anodes by dock shield. But what we wanted to talk about a little bit more is how using the sacrificial anodes, um, actually have a very green and environmentally friendly, uh, purpose and service. So uh, either one of you gentlemen want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Uh, yeah, like there's a bunch of different ways you could look at it for sure. So one thing that's always, um, Pops into my mind right away is noise pollution because most people are coming to Muskoka to sit on the dock and enjoy the nice weather and the Mm -hmm. water and everything, right? Have you ever heard a steel dock go in? No, it's literally no. pounding of an excavator. Oh, yeah, I have. I just didn't now. know
0: that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: the sound of them driving mm-hmm. piles, and it's atrocious. Like
0: that bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-stop, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: So, first of all, there's a the noise pollution. So, if you don't have to fix or repair your dock, the docks are staying in the water longer. Yeah. You don't have to listen to that. And then, also, the steel itself, Yeah. it's a very... um Inconsiderate waste of resources Just throwing more steel in the water And we've been under these brand new docks That have been repaired or replaced Yes. Guess where the old steel is in the still under the dock yeah right so there's that side of it yeah.
2: and then the, the, the other big side too is just the actual building of the dock itself on the shoreline yeah um oftentimes there's a lot of fish habitats that sit right along that
0: 100 along
2: that and so when we start building it actually they, they go away they'll leave yeah it takes a while for that to be rebuilt um and still piles are definitely kind of the way to go in terms of the fish habitat yeah um used to be cribs now we've kind of transitioned to steel yeah um, it's definitely a lot less of a footprint yeah on, on the shoreline and on the the actual bed of the the Water itself, so it definitely makes a lot more sense. But in terms of like the actual fish habitats too, it, it's definitely harmful for for that.
0: Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like if you have all that steel, and especially when it's rusted out steel, and they're just you know it it's just being left in there, it cannot be healthy for the water. It cannot be health. I mean, I'm not saying everybody leaves it in there. I'm sure there's people that take it out, mm-hmm. but Absolutely. there are yep. people that you know usually probably out of towners or something who. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe <laughs> it. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like dissing all these people. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, occasionally it happens where steel is left in the water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not yeah. healthy for, sure. for
0: anyone. It's not healthy for the environment and it's not healthy for the fish, which we need healthy fish. We need a healthy lake in order to keep enjoying Muskoka. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Water quality uh, high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, so your anodes keep that steel dock going.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So
0: there's, you don't have the repairs. Yep. Right, yep. or as many. Right, over the years Hopefully you might. Not at all. Hopefully not at all. Yep. Um, you don't have to replace your steel dock every how many ever years because yep. you you just because it's steel and just because it's. Uh, epoxy coated and just because all this stuff does not mean it will not rust and does it not mean it won't need replacing unless you do the right maintenance and protection yeah exactly. right yeah um there was something else you were talking about um in, in regards to to the lakes and the environment and uh i can't recall do you remember what we were talking about i know well, we we're I think- talking about fish habitat mm-hmm. we we're talking about the um the like i guess the environment the, the water quality in general right mm-hmm. yep yep um, there was something else and I can't recall. It would also just be the simple traffic
2: on the water as well. Hmm. So instead of also having shoreline erosion, yeah, like shoreline this, erosion that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. 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 Shoreline erosion is big too. Right. So, um, I think it kind of comes, it's just like the process of actually building the dock really. Right. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately it's just part of it. Um, but definitely like having all the extra boats on the water, um, obviously having excavators on the barges, drilling yeah. um, those piles down is a lot different. And then of course with the shoreline erosion, um, it's not, it's not good as well. Right. I mean, we're kind of taking over areas that were natural and yeah. we're kind of building onto that. Right. So we want to keep it as natural as possible. So once we do build, we don't want to have to replace that dock exactly, can, and consistently be eroding that shoreline.
0: Yeah. And we've seen what mm-hmm. that looks like. Like Dark everyone's line. seen what exactly. it looks like, you yeah. know? Um, and, and that's when, like, even when steel docks came, began to be like the norm. Yeah, m- One of the big things was you're not changing your dock every five to 10 years. Like, cause some of the other docks, you know, that maybe don't have as strong materials would have to be changed a little more frequently. Um, and then you keep seeing, you know, people with the boats and the barges and then the, the heavy equipment and it's all sitting on the shoreline because where else are you going to put the heavy equipment? And then it just keeps causing a mess. Oh, right. Absolutely. So, and which is not good for anyone. It's not good for if you want to use the lake as a swimmer. You, it's not good for if you want to fish in the lake, it's not good for anything. Yes. Right. So there you go. That's why sacrificial animals are good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else do we want to talk about? we got some time, gentlemen, we've got about five, six minutes to go.
1: Pause. Pause. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the big thing just to take away from all this is, you know, we've, as a society have improved different building aspects in the residential well in all sectors but like if you want to look at the residential stuff on a house for example yeah. you know way back in the day they would throw a log floor on the ground Yeah. Well, okay well if we lift it up on rocks it'll last longer mm-hmm. then we switch to a or, uh, boulder and mortar foundation yes. and then we went to block foundation <laughs> yes. and then we went to poured and then we went to icf and this all got better yes and you even see repairs on foundations to this day like oh i have a leaky basement so they dig it out and replace it with new technology yes but with steel docks we went from crib to steel and that was it
0: that was it yeah Yeah, there was nothing else yeah
1: yeah so like sacrificial anodes are the the real way to solve this problem so you mentioned epoxy coated earlier yeah well how they make a steel pile dock is they drive a pile until they can't anymore because literally it's just above the water then they weld on the next section of pile and they keep going but that welded section where there was epoxy coating has just melted off because they just welded it.
0: Oh, gotcha. So
1: then there's wraps and paints and everything, but these guys are getting paid to drive pile dust. And I'm not putting anyone down. No, no, no,
0: this is, this is just the way it is. This is the construction process, right? Yeah. Everyone's got different
1: building practices and how they do it. I'm sure there's people that are doing it remarkably and I'm not crapping on them. But Mm -hmm. yeah, however, they weld this point, and then they slap it with epoxy and paint, and then they keep driving the pile. Yeah. Well, how well has that paint or epoxy really cured before it hits the water? Yeah. It hasn't yeah. at all. No. And we've seen it. You could, we're underneath the water with our drones. You can see where the weld is, and there's no paint or epoxy. There. Anything there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just starting to rust right away because there's nothing protecting it at that point. Exactly. And that's, yeah, absolutely. A, that's
1: usually a weak spot. There was actually a spot on Lake Bays we saw that he had a welded points across the front of the dock. And the first pile was six inches or the top of the pile is about six inches away from the bottom half because it actually shifted. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Completely separated. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah, really scary. And that creates almost like a diving board effect for the dog as well. Yeah, yeah. You
0: could bounce on it. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's you
2: know, boat lifts in there. So you have boats sitting inside there, like on a lift, which is even scarier when you
0: think about oh that, my too, right? So, yeah. So there you go. You're protecting your investment, everyone. It's yeah. not just about. Like, like you're and it's safety. Oh. Someone could get totally hurt really bad. If that's all of a sudden fails. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. You're inside the boathouse and that fails. It's yeah. It's not looking good. <laughs> it's not no. Okay. Like, no, you know, no.
0: like, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, there's the money in there's the investment that you've made and you got to protect that. Especially like we talked about before, you know, upwards of a million plus dollars when you're adding those big boathouses and the boat lifts and the, you know, the, everything, the living mm-hmm. quarters, above, the living quarters it. above it. Right. Yeah, You know, that thing fails and people are in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like scary. That a is scary a scary thought. situation, yeah. right? So, yeah, we totally have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. So, on that note, we're close. <laughs> you guys have been awesome. I love I love Dylan and Adam because they're like they're like so knowledgeable about their stuff, and they talk so fast. And they got everything <laughs> out really quick. <laughs> right right to, right the to the point. right to They're very direct, but it's good. They're very knowledgeable and they, and they're great guests. Mm-hmm. So, before we end, how did people get a hold of you?
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, we just redid our website. So our website's completely renewed. Um, We've got all new information on that. So if you want to find more information about our company, um, check out our website. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a little bit of social media posting as well. um, Just kind of keeping it up. We have some cool stories that we post. Um, We like to showcase kind of the drone footage as well. Nice. Uh, So we've got a cool YouTube channel. If you want to check out some of the drone footage, um, that's all on our YouTube channel um, as well. Um, And please get in contact with us, whether you have a new doc, an old doc. Um, we, we really can help, uh, and pushing forward. We want to make sure that your property asset is protected um, and maintained for as long as you would like it. So.
0: Awesome, um, yeah. and it's dogshield.ca. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. 505-571-1370 <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And come winter time, you're going to need a bubbler. And we are a new Casco Marine distributor for the area. I will not be undersold on these. No We're best deals in town. Best yeah. yeah. deals shameless in town. No one plugs.
0: One better. These shameless plugs over here. <laughs> anyways, to <laughs> yeah. anyways, Thank we'll you. we'll uh, when we post the the stuff online on MuskokaLimited.com, you don't have to remember or have a pen. We'll just we'll we'll put the link to the website on there. <laughs> too see so awesome. it's easy to find for everybody and we'll share to all their social media posts so that they can uh, you can follow them there too that's awesome and we just want to say thank you big thank you for
2: uh, to Muskoka Unlimited um, and Chris O here he's he's been awesome um, and we really want to thank you for letting us at least speak um, on behalf of our company and, and kind of showcase what we can do awesome. so thank you thank awesome. you very much for today
0: well thank you gentlemen for joining us you guys have been fantastic and guys like seriously check them out um, if you have a steel dock if you're planning on even building a steel dock and you don't have one yet uh, these are guys to talk to they know what they're doing and they'll help you out and you know me, I don't bring people who are not cool or trustworthy on my show because it's my name too that I have to stand by and I stand by these guys so have, have check out DocShield.ca, thank you Adam thank you Dylan, have a great day everyone ciao